0: This uh, program is produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. And as always, I am thrilled to be here with you this morning, Sherelle.
1: Me too, Carrie. Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday, sweetheart. I think it's coming right on time for you, honey.
1: Yes, it is. I'm exhausted. I'm so glad today is Friday.
0: (laughs) You sound tired. Now are you tired because you've been having a little bit too much fun, or are you tired because you've been? Yes, Carrie.
1: Yes, Carrie.
0: Yes. (laughs) You know, I don't know what's going on with between you and I, but I had a feeling that was going to be your response. (laughs) I had a feeling. Did you have a little bit too much fun last night, Cheryl? Oh, Carrie,
1: come on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know, I shouldn't be calling you out like that. I'm just yeah, don't call me out like that. Let's talk about
1: your plans for the weekend, because you normally have some really cool plans.
0: Actually, you know, I don't really have any major things going on. i got a concert, let's see, this Monday, and i got another one to go to Wednesday. But this is going to be a low-key weekend, baby. It's going to be yeah. hanging out by the pool. You know, it's supposed to be 101 degrees tomorrow. What?! <laughs> yeah, 101 degrees Saturday and 101 degrees on Sunday.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, that's so, you know, that's legal, huh. baby.
1: Indeed. But, you know, we hot
0: anyway, so, you know.
1: <laughs> Girl, we might burn up. <laughs> that's what might
2: that's, happen. Uh, that's
0: right. But, um, but yeah, so I plan on just sort of, like, being as close to water as as I possibly can be for... Saturday and maybe even
1: Sunday. So well, I volunteered in the morning to uh, work at this uh, convention, and uh, I tell you, one of my girlfriends has said that she was going to do it with me, but changed—well, not changed her mind. Her in-laws are in this weekend. I'm like left with the bag, and I'm doing like five hours of volunteer work talking about mental health in the community. I mean, it's what I love to do, but it would have been nice if she would have stuck to the plan, but, you know, Uh, I'm a tripper. I have to keep it moving.
0: Wow. So you're going to get up and do some public speaking, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. mm, 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 mm. Like I say, Mm. that's uh, not something I always look forward to, but I've been thinking about doing some of it myself. I mean, it's fun once you get up and you get rolling, but it's that time. Before, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes the two months before that um, you know that I've been worrying about it. <laughs> so, yeah. anything big and heavy on your mind this morning, Cheryl? Well, um,
1: you know, I'm still into this pursuit of happiness, and what does happiness really mean? Mm-hmm. And that uh, that has been my running thought. Continuously, because I, I really want to know, yeah, what 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 is happiness and what makes me happy? I think that's more of what I'm I'm thinking of.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I th- I remember reading an article not too long ago about the pursuit of happiness, and you know, I guess everybody has a different definition for for happiness, but for me, it's just really a sort of a pursuit of peace, you know. I mean, I think when, when you have a phrase out there like the pursuit of happiness, and that sort of gives people the impression that you have this possibility of being happy all the time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I just think that's fairly impossible to be happy all the time. I do think it's possible to at least feel at peace all the time and to be in a place of just acceptance all the time, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but even, you know, even then you're going to have some moments where you're sort of, what's going on in your life but um, I think to, to assume that there's you know that there's this big pursuit of happiness means there's this ultimate goal of being you know really happy all the time and I just don't think that's possible no. so for me it's yeah. a pursuit of, of peacefulness you know
1: oh. well, so that's a nice way of looking at it uh-huh well I, I am really trying to uh, work through uh, embracing the process of life, uh, meaning you- uh, when things come about, not to be so much into an uproar, but to just, when, okay, when, when there is a transition or there's something that happens in your life that takes you to the, to the next level, not to just automatically go to the negative, and think, oh, my goodness, you know, you're taking me out of my comfort zone. I got to try something new. Um, Yeah, I'm just kind of like, but you you should be happy. Uh Go ahead, sweetie. I'm sorry.
0: You should be happy? Is that what you said? With the
1: process of life, you know, to just go with it and not try to change it or...
0: Uh huh. You know, and like I said before, like I always have that visual in my head of that last scene in that movie, Parenthood, and that, for some reason, really helps me. I mean, you know, when Steve, Steve Martin's sitting there and he's thinking back on all the things that happened and he visualizes his family as being on this roller coaster. Uh
2: uh-huh.
0: so, Because I think, I think, really, what we're talking about is just getting to a place of acceptance that life is challenging, right? Mm -hmm. So you're always going to have highs and you're always going to have lows. I mean, there's always going to be, because life is such a dynamic process and there's so many things outside of your control, there's always going to be things that come at you that are going to be less than, you know, let's just say positive, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And so I
0: think if you can just take a step back and just accept that, that you and I both know that until you and I are both, you know, six feet under, we are going to have a lot of crap thrown at us, right? I mean, uh-huh. we just are. Uh-huh. Um, and so, when those things come, you can go, okay, here it is. Uh huh. <laughs> here uh-huh. I am. I'm on that uh-huh. roller coaster, and this is just a little. This is just a little down valley, you know. Uh
2: huh.
1: Uh huh. And I got to hang
0: out here for a while and just figure out how best to cope, you know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, um, one of our listeners said, "So, how does someone just step back and accept?" That's what I'm trying you know, to
1: figure out, sweetheart.
0: Well, just and I think because if, I always look at the alternative, to me there is—it's not an alternative to not accept. That's because it doesn't work, <laughs> and because here you get—you go, got a situation, okay? Whatever it is. A difficult situation that's been thrown at you right Mm -hmm. and then you have your reaction which you always get to choose and Mm -hmm. if your reaction is to be anxious angry upset then not only do you have the difficult situation but then you have all these other negative emotions and feelings and stuff going on on top of it that you have to deal with too right Mm -hmm. Which then just takes the set your phone, Sherelle.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: we'll need the phone. Keep going, keep going. I got it. So anyway,
0: so I look at it and it's, you know, so you've got the negative situation then you've got this negative reaction on top of it and then that sort of, that debilitates you to be able to deal with it. And like I said, uh-huh. I mean, so to me, getting to an acceptance is, you know, it's just recognizing that life Is sometimes really difficult, and things are outside of our control. And the only thing that we can control at any time is our reaction. That's Mm. it, folks. That's all you got. (laughs) You got your ability to control your reaction, and that's it. And if that's all I can control, then damn it, I'm going to control that. Maybe I'm a control freak. I've been accused of that
1: before.
0: I'm okay with that. Ooh, okay, (laughs) okay. I'm joking. I'm not really a control Mm -hmm. freak.
1: Well, you know, I want to get to that place that when something does change and there is a different direction in which I am going, that I don't go to that place where it's negative, Now, Mm -hmm. I I do remember in church when the little old ladies, you know, I would talk to them. I would love to talk to them, but they didn't care. You know, if something came along, they were steady as rocks. You know, it's going to be okay. But I think that's a process, and it's also got a lot to do with maturity. Um Because I look at some of the things that I have stressed out about, and then when I turn back and I look at it again, I go, wow, I was stressed out about that, or I was upset about that, you know. But um, you look back, everything works out according to how it's supposed to work, and we are in this place at this given time. We are where we're supposed to be, and I think that's what really carries me through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, when you think about it, you talk about, you know, stressing and, and everything, and that's just, to me, it's just such a monumental waste of time because it doesn't ever impact a situation in a positive way.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't
0: think back on a time that something horrible has been going on in my life and I've been all stressed and worried, and that energy that I put into stressing and worrying about it has mm-hmm. never had a positive impact on the situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, it just hasn't. So right. Yes. So if it's not working, why continue to do it?
1: Huh. Right. Right. Well, I'm I'm doing some Reiki now. I'm, I'm learning more about Reiki. I've gone to a couple of sessions and I, I'm I'm liking it. Um,
0: Tell me what that is, Drew. I don't even know.
1: Reiki is moving uh, energy around in your body. Uh, mm-hmm. Negative moving the negative out and, and, and bringing in the positive. Um, it's got a lot to do with the way that you think. Um, you know, I'm learning, sweetie. I, I'm, you know, I've met with the lady uh, two times and I don't quite know what's all going on, but as I learn, I will share with you, but it, it appears to be um, working. I'm, I'm more relaxed now. <coughs>
0: And so all you're really doing there, Sherelle, is redirecting your thoughts and choosing yeah, yeah. choosing to sort of push the negative out, really. So uh-huh. everything that's going on, as much as you're focusing on where that energy is in your body, it's really going on in your head, right?
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's where it normally starts in your head.
0: Huh? What's that?
1: I said that's where it starts in your head, right?
0: That's where everything starts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't know. I mean, every emotion that we have is invited by a thought. Correct?
1: Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So it all starts in our head. (laughs) Every single emotion
0: we have is invited by a thought. They don't just show up on the scene uninvited. So you just really have to get clear in your head about what you're thinking and what you you know, and and sort of figuring out okay, well, what what kind of thought can I have about this particular situation that's going to invite a better feeling about this? Uh You know. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know. It's working for
1: me so far. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, it sounds like it is. I, I look forward to the point where I get where, I get where you are and, right. and can handle these situations in a, in a more positive manner. Um, but
2: it's time for us to take a break, sweetheart. That song. Welcome back to site with Sherelle Hicks. And
0: Nichols, we got a question on the chat line,
2: which Ooh, I'm finding okay. particularly
0: interesting, and I could probably talk about this for <clears throat> a couple hours, actually. It says, I'm recently, se- <laughs> I'm recently separated, not sure whether I want to start dating. have heard good and bad stories about Internet dating. Do you recommend it, or if not, what to meet people? So let's just focus on the question in regard to, uh, to Internet dating, because done that <laughs> because obviously in my particular line of work I'm not in a position where I am you know frequently meeting people that would be options for me to Um and I did try that Marilyn I, I personally would not recommend it and the reason I would not um, is because well you know I take that back uh, let me just say that I've met some very interesting i.e weird human beings <laughs> <laughs> yeah. internet dating ok so let me just tell you about my first my first experience with that because that might be enough to make the hair stand up on the back of your neck so hold yeah, on yeah, let's, let's just call him Jay mm-hmm. <laughs> well, after all was his name <laughs> I'm just kidding anyway <laughs> we're out with this guy for about 6 weeks I guess um, really nice Intelligent, articulate, very well put together. Um, so we had gone out for six weeks, um, just, you know, not really seriously. I wouldn't say seriously at all. And came to find out, make a really long story short, that the guy was a sociopath. Mm-hmm. He had lied about everything from his background, what he did for a living, where he physically lived everything and that was a very spooky experience let's just say I spent some time at the firing range after I found that out um but I mean obviously you're you know there's gonna be also good people online I think you just have to be very careful um and obviously you have to be very careful with whoever you're going out with no matter where you meet them but I think it's best to you know to meet people through other people that you know um so
2: have you ever internet
1: dated, Sherelle? Yeah, I did, and I quickly uh, got myself off of it. I mean, I have worked with several people that have met people online and have um, left some mental scars. So I think uh, that's one of the reasons why I kind of shied away from it. But I, as I always say, it just depends. I've, I've known for people to be very successful with internet dating and meet their significant other, soul made, um, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I, it, it really just depends. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's not really for good. me.
0: I think it's not for is, me. Well, but. The one thing I've noticed is that it seems to be that there's a sort of like a different mentality of these people that are online on this internet dating. And, and what I mean is it seems like they have this... Um, how do I put this, this sort of approach to dating, which is, you know, when you're on this website and there's seemingly an endless supply of available mm-hmm. people, it's mm-hmm. always, you get this impression that they're always like, well, uh, it's really weird. You know, that they're always sort of keeping themselves open for the next person that might send them a little wink, or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 It's just really odd. Um. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, you can, it's like, you know, there, there's great people that you can meet online, and then there's some scary people. Um, and yes, it is hard to meet people. It's. I think it's hard to meet people any at any point, really. I think it's more of a challenge when you get to be older, because obviously the pool is smaller. Um. But I think it, the best way that I have found to meet people is to just be really actively engaged in the act of living. You know, if you're if you're busy doing things that, that sort of turn you on and, and energize you and fulfill you, you know, you're you're actively pursuing things like, you know, you're taking classes that are interesting to you, you're getting out and about and you're you know, you're going to things going on out in the community and you're open to it. So when you're when you are out there, you know, you're you're meeting people's gays you're engaging in conversations with people you know you're just open to it I think for me personally that's the best way to meet people because I have for off of the whole internet dating thing
1: well I tell you my first experience I went out with this dude and we met and we had a really nice dinner and um, he lived probably about an hour and 30 minutes away from here right and uh, towards the end of the dinner he said, a sugar level drop. I said, what you, what's wrong, sweetie? He said, well, I waited to have dinner with you, and so I didn't really eat anything. And I was just wondering, would it be okay if I can go and lay on your couch for a little bit until I can, you know, get it together? I was like, <laughs> Seriously? baby, there's a gas station right here on the highway, which you have to go. You might want to stop in there and get you something. Get yourself together because I don't take people to my house. Uh, so, you know that was kind of weird to me. But you know, I yeah. I've, okay. I've I've heard some horrible stories. But again, uh, as I stated, there's some people that have met some really great p- people on there. So again, it just depends on what you like. I see um, we are also dealing with uh, ladies who uh, really want to date but feel like they're getting a little older and so with the internet it's you know you can meet a bunch of people on the internet but yeah. I say you're only as old as
0: you think there's yeah, someone absolutely. for
1: everyone
0: yeah and I think the thing is what I learned is to just be real careful and thoughtful in my approach as far as dating people and really you know getting to know them on a friend basis first Mhm. and spending time because I think you know it's to rush into any kind of relationship with somebody is just not a real smart way to approach it. And I think, you know, it's you know, you want to know who the person really is, or at least as, as much as you can before you make that decision. You know, do I really want to, quote, date this person? You know, like maybe mm-hmm. spending time with them as a friend and just doing things that you both enjoy together is the best approach, I think. Because, um, you know, hopefully you won't find out that... You know, the guy's a sociopath. <laughs> but it's too yeah, I remember too that
1: guy. I remember that guy. He, he was something else, the one that you were talking about. <laughs> oh, oh he, he, was he was disgusting. I believe it was wasn't. the worst of the worst.
0: <laughs> and it's so funny because I have tried to remember his last name, and I want you to know that I cannot even bring it up in my head. Like, that's how far I've buried that because I really, it was just such a horrible experience. Yeah. Like yeah, that was twilight, a tough
1: one. It was that was tough. a tough one. Mhm. It was mm-hmm. yeah, it was
0: absolutely tough. I think dating at this age is interesting. It's much different than when you're younger. Um and I think it's because because I'm different obviously and my approach is Oh
1: different. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um but and the men are too. I think <laughs> this is so funny, one of my friends said to me and it's a guy, a guy named Alan. And we were talking, and we're just just friends. And I told him, it was right after, I think, this particular experience. And he said, Carrie, he said, (laughs) he said, men are like parking spaces. He said, all the good ones are taken, and the ones that are left are handicapped. (laughs)
1: That is terrible. I
0: know. That is
1: so terrible. I know, I know. You're not receiving that, are you, I'm not receiving that.
0: No, no. Mm. (laughs) Now, I think there are a lot of really good people out there. I just think you have to be really careful. You have to know exactly what you're looking for. You have to pay very close attention. You have to ask questions and, you know, spend time with the people. Get get to know their friends. Um, You know, meet the people that they surround themselves with. That's mm-hmm. really important. It tells you a lot about who somebody is. Um, so I think that it's always a good idea to do some research and get some information gathering on the people that you meet Do as much as you can. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of resources out there that can help fill in some of the blanks. Mm-hmm. Maybe do a couple of little I don't know, background checks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, listen, let me, let me.
1: This guy, right? I went out with him a couple of times. Let's just say three times. And on the third date, he says, I want to date you exclusively, and I don't want you to date anyone else. I'm like, huh? Are you serious? You don't even know me. We've only been out three times. He right. said, Well, I'm a Taurus the bull, and we don't do that. We, we are very, um, we take care of our women and. I was like, no, baby, that's not what dating is about,
0: you know? You weren't ready to make a commitment yet.
1: Yeah, I was like, I mean, what is going on here? It seems like guys are not trying to do the date thing. They're just trying to rush right into it and they've already created the family and but you know what? I did speak it out into the universe. Uh, I, I, I had a, a conversation with one of my girlfriends. I told her, I said, I'm getting married this year. And she said, you spoke that into the universe. But what I didn't do was add some some uh, um, uh, addendums to it. Like, <laughs> I'm getting married this year to a really good guy who's uh, uh, my soulmate, my friend. I'm attracted to him. You know, not putting in a l- lot of specifics, but mm-hmm. I just, and it seems like everybody I'm meeting, that's what they're talking about. I want to get married. I want to have a kid, and let's do this. Uh, no, not after three dates, boo-boo. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh. Wow. i got to check you out. See if you got any anti-social behaviors here. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's jumping a little bit too fast. Yeah, yeah, so you have to be careful what you speak out. What, what comes out of your mouth, you can bring it into existence. But listen, baby, it's time for us to take a break. So okay. uh, let's take a break and uh, let's give out the number. That's 646-652-2071. We'll be back with Carrie and Sherelle
2: with Psych. ...the site with Carrie
0: Nickel and Sherelle Hicks.
1: We
2: were welcome, just, uh, welcome.
0: Uh, enjoying A this Friday. ...going on on the chat line about Internet dating, and absolutely I do think Internet dating can work. I'm not going to say that it, it can't. I just think that it attracts... I, I think that it it's what it offers, you know, to the wrong kind of people. is an opportunity to... Um, I'm to present themselves, maybe, uh, other, as other than who they really are. Okay. Um, and it gives them an opportunity to access, like I said, many different people very quickly, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it has a tendency to maybe attract more than, you know, other things, the wrong kind of folks. But absolutely, I think it can work. In fact, my, my doctor met her husband on Match.com she's happy um so i think yes it can work i just think you have to i think you just have to be very careful and thoughtful in how you you know proceed with those relationships but i think that's probably the case even just in dating people that you meet but i think i think the optimum way to meet somebody is through somebody you already know she already knows that person you know and has a lot oh. of information about them so well, you know what? Again,
1: I always will say it It, it, it depends, because my ex was introduced by someone that I knew, and he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, yeah, so, that's
2: true.
1: you know, it, it just it just depends. You have to go with the flow, and one of my sayings is I'm seeking goodness, and goodness is seeking me, and uh, like, like we talked about the last couple of weeks, what you do in the dark will come to light, so...
0: Yeah, it does. You know. Let's
1: let's yeah. be real here.
0: It sure does. Well, so how
1: would you it. check somebody out before you go out with them? I mean how uh, how
0: can you do that? Well, I think, you know, like I said before, I think there are a lot of different resources online that you can do to you know that you can look into to check out somebody's background, but you know, my approach was always to spend quite a bit of time sort of communicating with the person over email and telephone just to get sort of a sense of their personality and all that. And then when you meet them initially, I'll always meet them out in some sort of busy public place. Um, I was really, you know, absolutely never had somebody just come pick me up. Um, mm. And I wouldn't really let them see my car. so <laughs> I couldn't see my tags and all that stuff. But um you know I don't know you just have to be really careful and and, you know maybe uh, do your you know do your research before you go meet them and just be very thoughtful in your approach and you know spend time getting to know that person before you make certain decisions about taking the relationship to a place where you're going to be alone with them in Mm -hmm. private you know those kinds of things before you share too much information about yourself, you know. Dating is well, interesting.
1: I was just looking at um, our chat line, and, and one thing that I didn't even think about, this lady just texted and said, if uh, a person doesn't put their picture on, on online, their profile, then they're probably already in a relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I never I really thought who, about that. Yeah, I have a friend who just recently discovered that her husband was, putting his profile up on some dating sites.
1: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Trouble in
0: paradise? Well, I guess so. I mean, that's certainly not an indicator that things are great,
1: huh? Ooh. So how does yeah, she approach she,
0: that? She, interestingly enough, has, you know, She's still in the marriage. They're working through it. She's not one of these folks thats just gonna cut and run, you know mm-hmm. so yeah, they're talking, and hopefully it's you know, and I think you know, with these two, it seems to have opened up some lines of communication that needed to be opened, obviously mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. so I think that there's a lot of hope for them, but. I, I can't say that I would be one that could. That's probably not something I would be able to work through. Mhm. You know that would fall under mm-hmm. the the heading of deal breakers for me. Mhm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, "Wow, <laughs> dude,
1: <laughs> where can we go from here, dude?" Yeah,
0: just uh-uh. it up to somebody else's trough. You need to.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What'd you say, Carrie? <laughs> What you, well, say? you know, I just, I, not, I don't think I could handle that. I don't think I could, that would not be okay with me. That's not something I could get past, you know. Everybody's got things that they can deal with and work through, and I just know for me that would not be it. Like, I've had a boyfriend in the past cheat on me before, and that was the end. I was D-O-N-E-D-O. done. Um, You know, we don't even need to talk about this, you know. So, I mean, I, I have a lot of respect for people who can work through that, but that's not mm. something I could deal with. So, to me, that would yeah. just be information that the relationship needs to be over. Yeah. Because <laughs> what I'm doing ain't working for you, man, so <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know, it would have been nice if you just told me, but...
1: Um, <laughs> That had to be hard. I'm, I'm
0: sorry. That, that it that's was just really crazy. hard. It was very hard. And, and what made it even harder was that, you know, after I ended that relationship, then, you know, he was obviously, well, obviously, uh, he wasn't obviously, but he was, you know, he was very upset and he was very remorseful and he cried and whined and followed me around and did a little stalking for a while um, and pursued me for a couple of years after that Cheryl and
1: oh wow
0: and we eventually became very good friends and uh, you know we still are but I, I there's no way I could ever entertain the idea of being back in a relationship with this person so, yeah yeah as one of our chatters just said
1: once a cheater always a cheater Um, Mm -hmm. when I did go on a couple of dates, I was, you know, intrigued at some of the stories that these guys would tell me about the women that they were meeting and how, um, they would put pictures of when they were perky at 21 and, (laughs) you know, got there and there was something else going on. Um.
0: Like a lot of something else going on?
2: Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) I heard that, too. I heard that, too. I thought that was really funny. I mean, it it's was not just like hilarious. like said, it's, it's not like it's going it's to come to light. Like, you who know, do these people think they're kidding? You know? Like, they put pictures of themselves. I mean, obviously, they don't feel good about the way they look today. And so what that means is, you know, you need to do something about that. C- carry yourself to a gym every now and then. You know, check it out. Um, but... Putting a picture of yourself up there that so obviously doesn't look like you anymore is um you know, it's just ludicrous. Yes, yeah, <laughs> deceiving. It's secret. Yeah. I mean it, but you know, how long is it gonna deceive somebody? The minute they walk into a room and see you, they're gonna you know, the gig the gig the jig is up.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I I laugh. <laughs> and
1: and and I also I talked to this one guy that said that he met this girl, and they was doing well, they were, you know, really into each other, yeah, 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 and he said they both agreed that they were not going to be on the internet dating anymore, that they were exclusive, so he said that there was this guy at his job that was talking about this girl, and he had met her online, and um, she didn't have a picture up, but he had asked her to send him a picture on his personal email. And so he said that, you know, in his mind, he was like, he felt like it was her in a sense, but was hoping that it was not. It's, it, he was just saying, like, the things that he was saying just sounded like her. God, right. The guy brought the picture in, and it was her. Oh, man. And he was crushed. But he was Holy still dating. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. He's still dating her. No, well, I mean, this was a couple of years ago. I don't know what but, what. But Eva, okay, so, but
0: after he found out that this other guy was dating her, he continued to date her.
1: No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, because he oh. was he was out on a date with me, and he was just sharing with me some of his, his experiences, and that That's was one, wonderful. you know.
0: Yeah, I he said that. that. I mean, like, so what makes a person want to do that kind of stuff, Sherelle? I mean, if you found somebody in your, you know, you going out with them and you're all happy, do you really need to continue looking? Like, what what's going on there? Do you think do you think that's a self esteem thing?
1: I think sometimes people are just greedy, baby. People are greedy. <laughs> You know, just choose one. Just choose. You know, yeah. People greet, and you know what? The other, the other one, w- which I I have definitely experienced this, is always thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm looking at you. You all all right? But it might just be somebody else that's going to come around right around that corner, going to be a tad bit better. So, yeah. I don't know. Go figure.
0: Yeah. Go uh, figure. You know, some people just can't be satisfied, I guess, you know. But if I were dating somebody and that was the thought in the back of my head, well, maybe there's something better down the road, then you, you can't tell the person you're going to commit to them. Now, that's the problem, you know. Be oh, yeah. You just say, let's just date. Let's just continue to date. Let's not take it to, you know, any kind of commitment, but let's just date. I mean, if that's your thought process, you know.
1: Yeah, again, people are greedy.
2: Well, Kara, it's time for another break. and All right. <laughs> oh, welcome back to Psych with Sherelle Hicks and Carrie Nichols. Sherelle, you don't want to share that story? That's a hilarious story, Sherelle. No, 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 no,
1: <laughs> no. No, no maybe uh, in a couple of weeks. Maybe what? I said maybe in a couple of weeks. Oh, when you're feeling a little this
0: bit is, more normal? Yeah. You're just no, not no, feeling even no. today, it's it's are you,
1: Drill? Look, look, no no no. Because it's still fresh. <laughs> you know. A couple <laughs> more it fresh. A couple more weeks yeah, 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 yeah. A couple more weeks it'll be it'll be just ripe for ready, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta ripen first, right? It's gotta sit up there and first. <laughs> we just got to get real, real stinky and smelly before we can really talk about it. <laughs> You're a nut.
2: But I love you I, so much. <laughs> I wouldn't take you any other way.
0: <laughs>
2: Thank you. I don't
0: think I could be any other way. I am absolutely I, out I, of I my mind. You. There is no doubt. I <laughs> you. My kids know I'm crazy, too. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, we laugh a lot, so that's. That's great, because, you know, we'll be driving down the road, and I'll just think of some really stupid shit, and before you know it, it's just coming out of my mouth. And they look at me, you know, like, sometimes (laughs) they just sit there and sort of give me this look, and I look at them, and I'm like, what? This is some funny shit. (laughs) 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 In a few years, you're going to remember this, and you're going to laugh your ass off, and you're going to go, Mama was a funny woman. She was a funny lady. Yes,
1: yes, yes, (laughs) indeed.
0: I think that's so important to laugh and play with your kids. People get so serious, don't they? I mean, people are just so serious, and they just, I just am so not. I mean, I am what I have to be, but, you know, when I'm not working, whatever. I mean, have some fun. Like, not play. You know, I mean, we all, don't don't you think everybody thinks stupid stuff? I think stupid stuff all the time. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're, you know, and if you're with your friends or family and people who know you and accept you, you know, say what's on your mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. And I do. I don't, I don't edit a whole lot when I don't have to. And I appreciate that. And you're one of those friends I can just, like, I can tell, you know, whatever stupid stuff happens. Hey, absolutely.
1: You just be you. And I think that's why, you know, relationships uh, stay in place because if you could just be you, hey, yeah, it, it works better that way. So if you know, yeah. if I if I came in the room and you weren't being Carrie, I would automatically know and be like, "What's wrong, Carrie? Something's got uh-huh. to be going on." Because you got yeah. that energy when you walk in the room. You just
2: like, "Boom, walk <laughs> <Lock> out,
0: <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, baby." Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know. But I have such an appreciation for life, man. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's really something that came to me from losing my mom at such a young age. I mean, as tragic as that was, and it was horrible, and it's a loss that I feel every day. Um, what I took from that, the positive I took from that was you don't ever know how much time you got, so you got to make the best of it. I mean, you have got to go out there every day and suck every ounce of joy that you can out of the I want to get here,
1: Carrie. I, I just oh, love yeah. that about you. I want to get there. I don't want to have to worry about stuff. I, when stuff comes, I just want to be like, okay, I got to yeah. get that. And I got to get it for my clients because this is stuff that we talk about. And, and, and I don't want to be a hypocrite. You know, I right. I'm, I'm work yeah. for irrational thinking using the cognitive behavioral therapy you know, process and thoughts, and I'm trying to help somebody uh, uh, change their irrational thinking, and, and I'm sitting over there, and my knees are just knocking about stuff that's going on in my life, so. I will the challenge.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's funny because I think, you know, what I've heard many times from from my clients is they get this feeling that life for us is perfect. Uh-huh. You know what I'm Sometimes I'll share yeah. anecdotes out of my own life that might apply to what they're talking about, you know. And so, uh-huh. oftentimes, I get this response: "It's like, wow, you really got stuff like that." Well, yeah, I mean, because life is is a challenge for everybody, um, you know. But it's just, and I think having been confronted with such a, a horrible thing at such a young age um, was actually something that. Well, it dramatically changed who I was because I was a real little shit before that happened, um, mm-hmm. and then I was even a bigger shit for a while after it happened. <laughs> but eventually, after I got it together, <laughs> and if my friend Lisa would ever pick up the phone and call in, she could she could validate that I was a pretty, you know, I was pretty off the chain for a while there after my mom's death. But you know, I got it back together and uh, really grew a lot from it, you know, and have turned it into, I mean, it's sort of been the thing that has formed the underlying philosophy that guides, you know, that guides my life, you know? Mm-hmm. So,
1: Well, Carrie, you know, guess what, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off, especially when you're in the midst of talking about something so sensitive, um, but guess what? What?
2: Laverne is back! <laughs> oh, Laverne! Oh, hey, Laverne. Hello, ladies. Hey. How are are you all doing? Awesome. How
1: are you? We've been missing you.
2: I apologize. You know, it's a time difference. So I oversleep. I've been up since 5 o'clock. I didn't go back to sleep just so that I made sure that I didn't miss the show. I mean, you know, because it's going on 8 o'clock here. Wow! So
0: you've been up since five. Time, so, you got yeah, I woke on up
2: your early because you I away. missed you guys last. No, I wanted to talk to you guys today, and I was listening to the show, and I just wanted to extend. I, I love you guys. I love listening to your show. So you know, you Thank all are going to always hear from me as often as I can call in. I hope I don't irritate anyone, but um, it's not a bad. <laughs> show. So, (laughs) Miss Sherelle? Yes? I just wanted to let you know when you said you wanted to figure out how to get, you know, to where, you know, um, Carrie is. I Mm -hmm. cannot give you a piece of information that I've learned to do in my life. Please, I'm trying to get where Carrie is.
1: So, anything you got to help me with, please, I want it.
2: Okay, this is what my mama said. Mm -hmm. My mama told me that in life, every single day, no matter what you do or where you go, there's going to be some type of something, unless you're just a person that sits in the house all day. And even if with that, you might burn something or something may catch on fire or it could be any kind of accident that happens, even if you don't leave your own home. But... It's not about what happens to you on a day's time. It's about how you deal with it. And you have two options. It can build you or it can kill you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times people wonder how uh, a a person that doesn't smoke, never drink, runs, exercise, ends up with lung cancer. Mm -hmm. I believe, like Louise Taye said, a lot of things come because of your thought process. And when mm. um, you know when you think wrong, it brings on physical ailments in your body.
0: So, yes, ma'am, you know, with
2: that in mind, you have to keep in mind that every situation, and you know the field you chose, so you know you got to deal with other people' issues anyway. But every situ- every day, just look forward to how I'm, how you're going to get through any challenge that comes to you, and don't have an expectation for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As they say, um, hope for expect the worst, but hope for the best. You know, have an expectation Mm -hmm. for whatever may come your way, but just don't let it get inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Like it just rolls Mm -hmm. off of you. You can't, your heart is a very special and sacred place. You can't let everything get to your heart. It's so special and sacred that when they have open heart surgery, they have to go in a room and a room and a room behind this thing. So that it's real clean and sterile and everything is not worthy of getting to your heart. That's why you got to have a surgery in a room like that because that's how special Mm -hmm. it is. And the same concept goes with things you let get into your mind to go to your heart with what people say and do. So I just wanted to share that little bit of information Mm. with you and just know that. I receive it. You know, God, God is always, always with you and just. Think positive things, and positive things still happen for you. You know it mm-hmm. will. I mean, and I get out of hand sometimes. We just need a reminder. You just gotta have somebody that can remind you, hey, it's time to get your mind right. Check, check, yeah. check. It's shit together. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. you have to, you have to have that person in your life that won't just let you slide down that hill and be a pity party or feel like it. Why me? Why not you? Why not That's right. Why not you got to do today but figure out this problem? Why not you? Why shouldn't it be you? That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. And when, exactly. You, and, and, and when you know that you are, you know, you have a relationship with God. So when you have a, a personal relationship with God, we don't put more on ourselves than we can bear and, and so forth and so on. So you have to just remember that it's... You you can you can do it. You can do it. You can get through it. It don't have that's to right. beat you up. It's not that that's serious. Right. Tomorrow's mm. gonna come, and you're gonna look at this situation and say, "Was well, I really that worked up over there. Are you kidding me?" Yep, but it's too late right. after mm. you done did it and been worked up and got those emotions. It's, it's too late to take it back because you can't take the past back. Mm-hmm. But you can stop yourself in the midst of your behavior and just say, "I can't do this." You know, it's like yeah. me, I used to choose a bad man all the time. When I tell you, I couldn't choose a better man tell I couldn't choose a better, bad, worse, worse. Most worse, <laughs> the, the most worse. I'm going to tell you what. It, but it was what I think a lot of times, and I have my second degree in Reiki, so I learned that. You draw a lot of things to you with the way that you think and the words that you speak. And I've learned yeah. to change that. And, yeah. mm. and you know, I tell people all the time, if if just getting down on your knees, praying to God, work, people wouldn't have thought. Seconds. It's actually a real, true concept of praying to God that people get twisted. Because if I say, Carrie, can you give this $300,000 check to God for me? You're going to say, no. Well, can you get uh-huh. it to Jesus then? You're going to say, no, I can give it to the church. All you can give God is gratitude. So when you need something, want something, just say, thank you, God. I, <laughs> absolutely. I'm sorry. Okay,
1: you said, well, Laverne, I'm so glad you called in, but this is our show for today. This has been Psych with Sherelle and Carrie Nickel, produced and broadcast by Zeus
2: Radio Network for here Women talk.